These are uncertain times, but Munson Savings Bank continues to grow and evolve, most recently by opening a new loan and operations center in Wilbraham and a new branch in East Longmeadow scheduled to open later this summer. At Munson Savings Bank, we believe in going above and beyond to create solutions for people, businesses, and our community. Hi, and welcome to Business Talk, presented by Business West and Living Local, and brought to you by Munson Savings Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and here's your host for this episode of Business Talk. He's a recovering entrepreneur and consultant to small businesses and nonprofit organizations. Here is Tom Fox. Folks, we're welcoming today to the show Bill Cole, who's the president of Living Local. And I know you've heard Living Local a lot, especially on this program, because they're one of the supporters of the program and partnered with Business West on it. So, Bill, thanks for coming on the program. Well, nice to be here, Tom. So, what is Living Local? Obviously, people have been listening to the show, been hearing about it, and you've done a lot of work throughout the community. But for folks in the cheap seats, what is sure. it all about? <laughs> I'm happy to explain. So, so the, the short version, as you know, there's many versions and we have long versions that anybody's welcome to hear out uh, some other time. But for now, uh, we'll just talk about the fact that it started in 2013 and it was mostly a group of folks at the Longmeadow shops and East Longmeadow area that were you know, just concerned about the fact that there were a lot of bigger businesses coming in at the time. And, you know, decided to form a group and they called it Living Local. And they started meeting, you know, once a month and just sort of getting together. And it grew into about 100 people, um, some of which are scattered throughout the area. And I took over in 2000, well, actually about two years ago, in September, as a matter of fact. Um, And when I became president, what I decided to do is sort of take it to another level. And what that means is it's now a Western Mass, <coughs> excuse me, Western Mass uh, grassroots movement. Um, and also uh, it's something that we, we no longer have like our own meetings and stuff. It's actually more of a, a economic development uh, organization now. So when you say a movement, yep. what is the, the core mission behind living local? And I know you've evolved it since its inception. But what is your primary focus in Living Local right now? Well, there's actually three different customer segments that we're looking at uh, and working with. Uh, One is the consumer, and it's all about getting the consumer to spend their money locally, basically. That's, the again, sort of the short version. So eat, shop, live, local. That's our message to the consumer. Um, You know, the businesses basically get involved in programs that have different levels of and tiers of programs that we put together, some of which you're involved in, like the uh, educational program that we have for jobs. And, uh, and then last but not least, we have uh, a local government program uh, that we're developing that is basically a, a web application for local government, uh, specifically mayors and town leaders. Uh, and they, they essentially uh, use the tool as a marketing tool because uh, the we all know those websites that they have, uh, you know, the municipal websites are terrible. So with the work now, it seems like, the, so you felt, you said a little bit of it, economic development is, seems like the totality of your mission. You know, just for folks, listen, I've done some work with you in the past. Actually, I, I support the program here under Living Local. Yep. Um, so it's been fun to work with you on, on a lot of this. So I'm asking these questions with the, with the, with the aspect, yeah. I know the answer already. Yeah. <laughs> 
we're cheating a little bit. <laughs> but you know, so so when you talk about living local, um, it's true. We, we have bigger entities coming in, big box stores, things like that. You know, they help the community in some ways, uh, giving back and so on like that. But there's also very much an economic power sure. with people supporting locally owned businesses. So so you know, with that said. What have you seen, you know, what led you to kind of that focus, helping those folks? Well, I mean, first of all, to be clear, this is not about sort of anti-big business or, you know, sort of saying, hey, you know, the the big business doesn't contribute. Certainly they do. And we certainly need them more than anything uh, else in some cases. However, what we've sort of lost track of over the years is the fact that, you know, keeping spending our money locally uh, you know, supports local, you know, fire, police, sports teams, you know, all kinds of things uh, that really suffer when we don't do it that way. And so it's, it's, it's really a combination of all of the above. In other words, it's not a matter of excluding anybody. It's just a matter of putting more focus back onto the locally owned businesses. And when you, you're obviously supporting this program now, uh, through a relationship with Business West. How did you come about, you know, obviously you're, you've got the focus of supporting locally owned businesses and helping people choose those options for their shopping selections. How did you establish your relationship with Business West? Well, Business West was kind of a no-brainer when it comes to, I mean, they're very focused and always have been very focused on the business community in Western Mass. So, you know, when it came to creating a media partnership program and getting the media you know, companies in the area involved, really actually Business West was one of the first ones to step up and, and say, hey, yeah, we'd, we'd love to get involved in that. What does that mean? And we sort of worked together and did a couple of different things really, but uh, the show kind of came about because of COVID, you know, uh, the, the push for some kind of, uh, you know, extra help, obviously, that's needed at this point because of COVID, kind of put our heads together and said, okay, what can we do? And this was the end result. So let's take a step back. The, the media partnership program sounds like that's where a lot of this came about. Sure. What, what is that platform? So when I first took over as president, one of the things I kind of realized is that, you know, and, and a lot of people do this, you know, if you, if you take a membership uh, organization and you create a directory and you put it out there on your website, but you don't do anything to drive people to that directory, um, then it's really not of much use, right? Because if nobody's going there, then this doesn't have a whole lot of value. Um, and so I was determined to fix that problem or, or find solutions to that problem. And the media partnership program is kind of an end result of that. Uh, and we basically said, okay, so what we need to do is all group together. So I'm not just working with one media company. I'm working with a whole bunch of media companies in the area, and we're trying to do things in such a way where it's consistent messaging and, you know, really gets the word out there. Uh, and obviously, Business, Business West has been a huge part of that. So when we talk about getting the word out there, what, the, the messaging, does it come through – you're leveraging different media platforms? Yeah. So it's basically what we've done so far, and we're always ebbing and flowing and growing and, and expanding this program. But basically what we've done is we've got a quarterly uh, campaign that happens with the newspapers. So they've got uh, Living Local branded full page uh, with you know an article about Living Local at the top and opportunities, uh, very discounted opportunities for our 
our participants and living local uh, business participants, that is, to have an advertisement on that same page. And bottom line is, uh, we, we end up in a situation where we're doing that with the newspapers at the, and they're as in sync as we can get them. And then we go out to the TV and the radio stations to promote the fact that that's happening. And we do that quarterly. So it's a consistent message throughout the year. You know, we told, you talked earlier about some of the benefits of, of living local, obviously, you know, supporting local businesses. They support municipality services, fire, police, rescue, things like that. Yep. On an economic scale, mm-hmm. how is, you know, when you look at the Main Street, you know, pick any Main Street. So East Hampton, just because I was there the other day. So many small business owners, so many shops. It seems almost, you know, the, the shopping is it's like a drop in the bucket if we go shopping there. But what does it all kind of build up? How does it come back and filter back into the community? Or in some ways, it might not with a, you know, a big box store. Well, the fact of the matter is, uh, there's a lot of different numbers out there on the web, of course. Uh, but the ones that matter um, have come down to a calculation of if you spend $100 in a locally owned business, Uh, up to $68 of that stays in your community. So that's kind of a big deal. Um, And if you don't do that, then it doesn't stay in your community. I mean, in other words, if you're you're just spending it on Amazon uh, only and you never spend the money locally, uh, you know, take a look at Main Street, see see what's happened. You know, uh, if, you know, as I tell people uh, all the time, if you you take a, a blank piece of land, throw a road through it and, you know, open up all your businesses, call it Main Street and, the suburbs around it, you know, open up and you've got houses and people living around it, but none of the people living in the suburbs come to uh, Main Street and spend their money. What happens to Main Street? Um, you don't even have to have video f- to understand that. You know, it's it's obviously not a good thing. And you can kind of look around really even pre-COVID, frankly. Now COVID's just made it all worse. No, and, and you mentioned that the show obviously came around due to COVID. There was a lot of stories you know, from, from members, um, people you know in the community, obviously people at uh, Business West has interacted with mm-hmm. about, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to um, a colleague of mine who's in the banking field, and, you know, over the last week or so, he says, you know, my phone's been blown up, you know, because of the PPP loans. People are like, well, what do I owe? And he goes, well, I don't know what to tell you yet. Um, there, there, there's, there's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. So at least with this program, you know, had the opportunity to have on different business owners, mm-hmm. you know, different people involved in economic capacities to share some of those stories and some of those insights. Yep. So, you know, um, you know, been very appreciative of our sponsor, uh, Munson Savings Bank, who stepped up to, to help support the program. Um, obviously, would help bring these conversations with, as we're speaking to you right now, Bill Cole, president of uh, Living Local. Um, so it's you know it's really good to have those kind of synergies to come together and do some of those things. You know, beyond Living Local, you have your own business. You're yeah. a business owner yourself. Yeah, I actually um, have to make a living somewhere along the yeah. lines here. <laughs> <laughs> well, people here president, they could, it could be, you know, a nonprofit that, that you run or someone like that. But I do yeah. want to point that out. This is something that's above and beyond, you know, you're a business owner in this community as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think it might be helpful to know um, that how this kind of came about. So, so basically when I started Tiger Web Designs, which is my web development firm, uh, 
in East Longmeadow, I, I basically, uh, the first year, I darn near put myself out of business. And the reason that I dare put, almost put myself out of business was because I love to help small businesses and mom and pop shops and things of that nature. Um, I don't know why. It's just in my blood. It's something I like to do. Um, but my accountant kind of disagreed with that. <laughs> um, and he kind of pointed out the fact that I needed to change that model. So ultimately, I was able to thankfully uh, change the Tiger Web Designs model to, you know, slightly larger, more medium sized businesses that could afford my services and, and you know, without having to do a thousand websites and, and web applications a week, you know, um, I can live a reasonable lifestyle and I, I do very well. So what happened though, was I had this sort of void or this thing going on in my heart where I still wanted to help. I still wanted to be part of the community and do uh, my part. And by doing that, basically uh, living local has filled that, you know, that void, if you will. Um, so I'm not making any money. In fact, I'm actually funding most of it myself uh, at this stage, but you know, I'm out there now, uh, trying to get funding for Living Local so that we can implement these programs and hire people and do all the things we need to do to, you know, make Living Local actually make a difference, you know, in Western Mass. And you, and you mentioned some of those programming earlier, obviously, the the podcast here being one of those initiatives, yep. helping share with other small business owners or making them aware of challenges associated with COVID recovery and so on like that. Um you know, we down the road we'll you know we'll talk about the municipality aspect of it, but there's also a program um, in development right now. You're collaborating with universities. Yep. Yeah. So that one's pretty exciting. So so what I'm trying to do here is there. I I, I was talking to Mary Schoomaker one t one day. Uh, she's an awesome uh, marketing professor at uh, Western New England, and. Really what it came down to is how do we match up, you know, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. So, so basically what these marketing students would basically do is use a fake business, right, to go through the marketing course and they'd create a plan for it and do all kinds of work for it and stuff like that. And at the end, they, they of course, have a plan, a marketing plan and get graded on it and so on. So we thought, wouldn't it be nice to, you know, or, or so, so much better if they could work with a real business, you know? Uh, and so we are matching them up with living local businesses. And, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome because really what we're doing is we're creating pathways here that, that lead from, you know, matching up uh, students, a team of students uh, with a business owner and then, as they go through the course, not only are they coming up with a, with a plan or a marketing plan for that business in this case, um, but they're also going to come on as interns to actually implement that plan. Um, and there's a lot to that uh, that makes sense, obviously, because in the end, that intern could ultimately end up being an employee and then everybody wins, you know. So this is so, so in this particular, so you had ran this program, there was a program last year. Yep, that was our and first semester of, last year, right in the middle of COVID, of course. So, you know, we, uh, despite that fact, we actually did finish out the semester and it went very well. And how many students did you have? How, was it the, how big are the classes that were participating in this? about 30 students. Wow. So they picked businesses around Western Mass to kind of support through this? Yeah, I mean, actually, uh, Living Local, it was, was actually one of the first, uh, we did three businesses, uh, and then the kitchen uh, in, in Longmeadow was another one, and Serendipity uh, Downtown Springfield was another one. 
Um, and, you know, we being the first sort of pilot, you know, we didn't do some of the things that we're going to do this semester coming up because we've learned some things and so on and so forth. And we didn't have the idea of making them, you know, interns and then having them implement the plans. We were just coming up with the plans. So uh, now we're sort of taking it to another level, uh, to say the least. And it's, it really now starts to make a lot more sense because obviously if they can, there's a lot of small business people in particular who don't have the resources you know, and the time and the ability to actually implement a marketing plan, you know, the way an intern could, who actually made the plan in the first place. And that's going to be for this upcoming, and obviously the, the, this, you know, COVID that we're dealing with still and things like that. Sure. So sure. Th- th- those programs will have to assume evolve in some, in our new or our, our, our part-time normal. I don't want to call it the new normal because I think this is, we're here for a little while. Yeah, hopefully. That should get uh, back to, to, to a stabilized pattern. Yeah. I mean, um, this, but at least this, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, this this will end for sure. And, and you know, we'll get back to a normal. It's not the normal or the one that we left behind. But, uh, you know, it could even be a better normal. So when it's all said and done, um, you know, maybe some of these things that have happened had to happen anyways. You know, and COVID just sort of put it over the edge. Uh, you know, I, I think this program – can easily uh, work within the COVID environment because we can do almost all of it, uh, you know, uh, on, online anyways. So it's it's not a big deal for us in terms of the program. Um, obviously, this, the teachers and the students are struggling though, and that's you know, that sucks. Hmm. And you know, you you should also you do some working more to help municipalities, and we've got. A couple minutes left, and I wanted to talk to a little bit about that because you also leveraged another local program, the Innovation Accelerator. They were a recent guest on the program here um, to explore what was next for living local. Yeah. Um, so what, what transpired in that program? What led you to the, wow, you know, there's a real impactful way we can make a difference in the economics of Western Mass. Yeah, so I, I'm extremely fortunate that I have a friend uh, named Paul Silva. A lot of people know who we are. He is in the area, of course. He's uh, one of the founders of VVM uh, and uh, now has a, a his own accelerator program called uh, uh, the Innovation Accelerator. And it's focused on nonprofits, uh, mostly because, you know, most nonprofits uh, have struggled with some common things, one of which is sustainability. Uh, and certainly scalability. Those those two issues are really tough uh, for a lot of uh, you know nonprofits who are focused on their cause. You know, um, and so it's an amazing program, really, because ultimately, when I took over as president, I sort of had that harsh reality of okay we don't really take in enough money to actually accomplish a whole lot. We were getting a hundred dollars, you know, a year from each member, um, which is great for the member, except that we're really not doing much. <laughs> we were getting together once a, once a month and chit chatting. So anyway, so the accelerator program uh, really gave me an opportunity to look at that, test my assumptions, you know, go out there, talk to people. It really forces you to sort of be real about the idea that you're trying to implement. And in this case, you know, the, all the ideas I was thinking about for living local going forward. And I didn't want it to be a chamber. I didn't want it to be, you know, a lot of different things that already exist. I wanted it to be something that helps all of the above. Um, and that was a big lift. So having Paul Silva's, you know, accelerator program uh, there for us, it was a six month, you know, very intense program. 
we graduated right in the middle, right as COVID was starting. So it was a little bit challenging from that point of view. Uh, but Paul pivoted as, as he does, you know, uh, well and, and managed to get us through it online. And uh, it all worked out really well. So thank you, Paul. And by the way, Kelly's awesome too. Kelly's his uh, partner. <laughs> Almost forgot to mention her. So if folks want to learn more about all the things that you have going on, how can they learn more? So go to livinglocal413.org. That's that's where we live. Um, there's a website up there now that has a lot of the, the general uh, spiel on it, and you should be able to get a pretty good gist of it. I'm working on an entire platform that's going to be uh, developed for Living Local uh, by my company, Tiger Web Designs, and it's going to allow us to do all kinds of things, uh, including the uh, uh, you know mayor and town leader program uh, called Local Pro. Um, and then in addition to that, it'll have a very sophisticated uh, shopping app, if you will, in this case, a, a web app uh, for consumers. So there's going to be all kinds of different things. We're building out the platform as we speak and uh, super excited. Awesome. Well, Bill, listen, thanks a lot for coming on the program today for your ongoing support of the Western Mass community. You're involved or have been involved with a lot more things in Living Local, a lot of other organizations that, and you are still involved in, in different capacities and different boards. Yep. So I really appreciate you taking the time today to come and share about Living Local and, and you know, why it got, why it was important to support a program like this and create partnerships throughout the Valley of Business Quest and so on. And again, one more thanks to our sponsor, Munson Savings Banks. Really appreciate their support and being able to bring this information to people and have these great conversations with leaders like you. Yeah, local banks rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll be back.